now a moment you've all been waiting for. Your weekly fair cat recap. Brought to you by Candy Grocery. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the fourth episode of the Bearcat Recap. I'm your host, Bryce Prouty. Joined with me at the desk today, we got all the boys. We got Chip, Brett Dilly with me, Carson Simon, and Chaz Bisberman. And boy, oh boy, do we got a good one coming to you this week before the big ol' homecoming at the Bearcats School. So, let's start off with football. Unfortunately, they did take a loss to the new Rockford Cheyenne Rockets, 24-44. to You know, Carson, what can you give me on that, uh, I know, I'd like to say specific play that they really just couldn't stop versus uh, Rockets? Well, you know, I think every team has figured it out by now that uh, with our old defense, well, we'll bring it up to you pretty soon in our next little part about who we're playing this week. Uh, we switched our defense up now, but uh, I think teams were watching our film and keying off that uh, we had some trouble stopping the outside run and, like, pitches and stuff, and it was just hard to get people to come in and try to fill the spot that the ends were, or the outside linebackers were pushing them back through the holes, and uh, I think most teams were just keying off of that, and, like, yeah, just pound it, pound it outside. I like that call. If I uh, do recollect correctly, they had Four scores off a 27 halfback toss. I, I mean, honestly. It was pretty outrageous. That's, I mean, a, that's, a, a, that's an absurd amount of touchdowns off of a single play. you got to give them a little credit, though, because they had quite a bit of speed once they got to the outside. Yeah, they were doing the backs. old Bo Belquist training men special. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> crazy. Bringing that back, yeah. So uh, besides the one single play that the New Rockford Cheyenne Rocket scored on the Bearcats, Unfortunately, we threw three pick sixes for, which unfortunately is just not points that you really want to give up as a defense or offense. I mean, I mean that's a lot of points to uh, give a defense to allow to score. I mean, fantasy points talking, shoot, that's got to be 15 <laughs> points if that was a fantasy Especially league. Especially in the second half, too, and your Bearcats are trying to grind back and keep it back in the game, get back in the game, too. Absolutely. I mean, that's just a confidence an, killer. Yeah, big points. But, uh, you know, we got to come back strong, got to come back hard. Uh, speaking of coming back and coming back hard, they got the big rivalry against the Benson County Wildcats. And uh, Yeah, I believe last year uh, we were pulling into Maddock. Or a couple years ago, whatever year it was. Two years ago, we pulled into Maddox. Yeah, and we pulled into Maddox, and pretty sure we got flipped off by uh, some little kids. That wasn't very nice. No, that wasn't very good. I mean, but, that just uh, shows the rivalry of you know, uh, the two teams. Yeah, but, uh, you know, coming back into it, uh, the Bearcats changed their defensive scheme now. You know, they had Prouty sitting there at uh, nose guard, and then <clears throat> DeMontney and uh, Jacob Thompson at tackles, and they were doing a three-man rotation out there, and... Uh, <laughs> you forgot to mention me, Brody, but uh, yeah, we had that three-man front, and we were trying to rotate, and teams were just double-teaming you every single time and trying to get you off the ball, and then they'd run, run right around you. I mean, hopefully now that we've switched some stuff up, you can uh, you can get through there and create some some clusters. The new defense is uh, looking a little a little more stronger and uh, playable for the for the Bearcats there. I agree too, Chip. I mean, she's been working real great in practice. She's been looking pretty nice. And uh, I think Greenlee 
I mean, he said he woke up at what? Four and started writing this stuff down. So I think Greenlee's really got himself a... Uh, <clears throat> The old coach was stressed out about that. Yeah, I'm running out. They're all they're all real excited to play the old rivalry game this but week. If you look at it, Benson County does. <laughs> they don't have near as much speed on the outside as like Caden Jensen from Rockford did, and so it should be easier to contain and push them back up the middle to stop the runs and stuff. Which I've heard that the Wildcats line hasn't been the best past couple of years. So hopefully we can get through there and. Make a mess. Yeah, with the Bearcats also losing last week, if they win, they'll get back even in the regional play. Looking to make them playoffs this year because that hasn't hasn't quite been a thing in the last three years, three, four years. Something like that. But, uh, you know, I really think that would be a really good uh, big uh, on-the-road game, region game overall, to uh, take a dub for the Bearcats. So hopefully you all can uh, come on down and support and uh, get a big crowd out for this big cat rivalry heading down on the Maddox tonight. So, uh, coming up here, we've got the volleyball team. They played our Redeemers on Tuesday. Our Redeemers was actually ranked ninth in state. Dilly, what were the results of that? Um, the volleyball team swept them, actually, in, in Minot. <clears throat> And then they last night they played against Four Winds, also also swept them. Looking the girls are looking very strong this year, looking like they're ready to make that state run. Absolutely, and I think that's really big, you know, especially heading out to Minot and being able to play against Minot. That's just huge for them to win that game against them. So that's really good for them. Uh, you know, Four Winds. You know, I wouldn't want to oppose anyone down but I wouldn't say that's a really big yeah, I mean, huge matchup especially against our Redeemers at Minot too to be able to sweep them at their own home court that's huge for your Bearcats absolutely massive sweep a team that's rated in state that shows a lot absolutely Bearcats receiving votes yet still not on the top 10 as of right now hey not the budge in party how do you feel about Langdon still being at the number 2 spot you know the, uh, state polls I'm not going to be the one to bash team but you know I've been able to make it out to a couple uh, Cardinal games. And, you know, I really just don't think they're bringing back the same team that they had in the last couple of years. Uh, Morgan Freegie still coming in as a strong hitter for the Cardinals. But, you know, I really just don't think they have anyone to really back up as much as they have in the last couple of years. You know, losing Lexi Olsen last year, I mean, that's a really big loss for them. Really big player for their team. You know, Callie Ron again two years ago. I mean, that's two threatful hitters for the Cardinals. But, you know... They're really just not bringing that kind of amplitude back that I think that they've had in that gym before. And, you know, I think that's something that the Bearcats are going to be able to capitalize on. Therefore, just as much, though, the Bearcats aren't returning as big of heavy swingers such as we've had in the past either. But, you know, I think it's really just going to be a shooting match. And I think this is going to be the year that the Bearcats will be able to capitalize and make a state run for them for sure. Coming up next week, the Lady Bearcats are playing Park River on Tuesday at home homecoming week. Uh, that's going to be a big game, you know. I think that's going to be another one that they're absolutely going to want to win. Uh, that's just going to be a big game at home. So I think that's going to be a good game to come out and watch. And then on that Thursday before the boys' homecoming game, they're playing Rala at home as well. You know, I really don't think they're going to pose as much of a threat as other teams have towards them lately. But, you know, they're still going to have to come out, going to have to battle, 
and uh, they're going to have to uh, come into it and, uh, you know, work their hardest. And, you know, I really think they just need to capitalize on these games. Hopefully they can keep this perfect season going besides at the early bird tournament against the Panthers. You know, if they can keep capitalizing on these wins, that's going to be a big year for them. Also at home games, you can still hear Jazz and Carson on the NFHS every night in Candu. Obviously, home games, those two will be broadcasting and doing play-by-play of the volleyball games. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Dill. Now, uh, let's take it on over to golf. What do you got for me, Biz? Well, Elle continued to shine in golf, like usual. I mean, she... uh, I'm pretty sure she qualified for state at the regional golf meet at Grand Forks the other day. So that's good to hear, at least. Absolutely. I mean, always sending players to state meets, always something you want to see. So that's absolutely just huge for Elle in her golfing career, especially being such not crazy underclassman, but, you know, she's not on the top yet. Still, Elle coming into her sophomore fall season of golf, being able to capitalize and heading on over to the state meet that's going to be absolutely huge for El Nicholas to capitalize on. So we're going to throw it on over to Player of the Week, Bisbee. What do we got lined up for volleyball? Looks like we got Peyton Harpestead winning Player of the Week this week. I think a big part of that was her serving against Four Winds last night. I mean, me and Carson, of course, we were on the air like we were saying there. And, and um, she shined. She played some middle because El was gone. Unfortunately, she couldn't make it to the game, so she played some middle along with Danielle Hager, they kind of switched around there. I mean, she hit the ball well, served well, and I mean, it was fun to watch. So I think we're going to give Volleyball Player of the Week to Peyton. Absolutely, that's awesome to see. So, Football Player of the Week, we got to give it to Parker Simon. See, he had uh, rushing yards for just about 34 rushing yards, and he also threw the ball, uh, actually had to come in as quarterback versus the New Rockford Rockets, and he also threw the ball for about uh, what was that? About forty-five yards, I think he threw for. Yeah, somewhere in that range. Somewhere in there, yeah. Uh, Parker Simon was also nominated as the Devil's Lake Journal Player of the Week. I mean, that's just something always huge that you want to, especially for our area. Something that you want to see your name getting into the Devil's Lake Journal. Absolutely huge for Parker Simon. I mean, that's just really big ups for the man coming into a big, big. Uh, game coming in here next week as the region continues on and uh, you know shot him out player of the week we got to give l golf you know qualifying for state always something you want to do you never want to turn that down never want to shy away from a state run always something you want to look forward to accomplish capitalize and come out on top of so i think uh we can talk about next week homecoming week Absolutely. I love your point there, Simon. So, uh, Next uh, Monday, America Monday. Fill me on some of the activities that are going to go on there, Bryce. Monday, we are setting up coordination 645 in the gym right before dodgeball. I'll be announcing. 645 your, Monday night, folks. Yes, not 645. Monday morning. Don't show up in your, your PJs or anything. No. You know, we're not no, serving cereal, cereal or anything. I mean, wouldn't want that. Yeah. Yeah. 645. Monday night, coronation, I will be announcing your royal court and then crowning a king and queen for the week, followed up by 7 o'clock, dodgeball, dodgeball tournament, a couple teams in there, I think we've got four or five student teams, and then teachers always put together a team of their own, so that's going to be something fun to watch. And then, uh, 
What do you got for me over there, Simon? Uh, make sure, you know, America Monday. I mean, better fill the school with some red, white, and blue. You got to support those those uh, military personnel. And, uh, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And then uh, Tuesday, you know, as I stated previously, the girls are going to be playing the Park River Aggies at home for volleyball, junior high, CBNA. And after concluding the volleyball game, I know all of the high school, all the students in the high school are going to be able to participate in a car smash. Yeah. Oh, a car smash. Car right. smash, absolutely. I was informed by actually our teacher, Mrs. Olson, that this was one of their big traditions back in her high school days. You know, ha, it was quite a while ago. Yeah. Sorry, Mrs. Olson. So, uh, <laughs> coming back with a car smash, uh, they'll be able to participate in that for uh, after the game for homecoming weekend. They're going to do that out by the crow's nest. And, uh, you know, I think that's really going to be fun. I hear admission is going to be one non-perishable food item to get swings at the car. I like that. Because uh, old Prouderman is uh, raising raising some funds and getting some food items for the pantry here in town. So that's going to be good. Really love to see it. So, Brody, I had a quick question. Fill us up? in on the little division change that's going on, region change for football this year. Fill oh. us in on how many teams make the playoffs too. Right, right. So from... Speaking of that, yeah, I got homecoming coming up next week, and that would be our big game. third third region game, if I do call correctly. And that would be a big decider. That'll be a big decider game in the region, actually. The so with the region changes and everything now, so we obviously play in our region, and then our sister region, we have you know Rala, St. John, all of them are in our sister region, and the top three teams from each region get to go on and play in the, uh, get to go and get the opportunity to play for state. The two and the three seeds play each other, and the number one seeds get a bye. And then uh, the winner of the two and three games get to play the one for that to uh, punch their ticket to head on into state. So I just think this next game coming up for homecoming, and tonight actually, is going to be a really big game for the Bearcats. So... I mean, nothing much else we really got going on for that. Injuries, as far as that. I mean, I've heard Dane, he's back to fairly healthy again. Yep, yep. Like himself a little bit. He's back to semi-normal on that running there. So, But uh, we're going to have to uh, wrap this one up here for you today, folks. So thank you for joining on with us at the fourth episode of the Bearcat Recap. I'm your host, Bryce Browdy. Joining me at the desk is Brett Chip Dilly. Carson Simon and Chaz Bisberman.